0: And welcome. This is TL. Uh, y'all can't hear me out there yet. Huh? <laughs> Let me start that over. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is TL, and you are now on the front line. Just like saying, it's still a stereo podcast, people. And I'm going to be talking today. I know I'm going to trigger some people. Y'all not going to all agree with me. Just gonna be the situation. I get it. Some things I say trigger people. And when I trigger you, just chill out. Hit me out to the end. You know what I'm saying? How y'all doing out there today, man? Look, I appreciate y'all joining me on the Frontline Stereo podcast as normal. Um, This is gonna be uh, a good show. Um, It's a lot to talk about. Um, As I like to say, if you are looking for the news, this is not it this is couch conversation with your boy. Um, I'm going to talk about things like we would talk about them in the privacy of our own homes. And that's what I enjoy doing. I I, I think we put on a a politically correct face for really tough and triggering situations. So instead of being, um, very politically correct, I want to give you a safe space to have couch conversation with your boy and just enjoy the feedback or the commentary that I might have for you as I am speaking about what we're talking about. Um, If you've seen the advertisement for the show for this week, you guys know I want to talk about the Notorious RBG. However, we had a little thing coming on called the news, and I've, I've stayed away from the Breonna Taylor conversation for such a long time. Because I, I I really do have a difference of opinion from the people in my community and the verdict has come in and I have an opinion and today I want to share it with you guys. That doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about the Notorious RBG. I'm still going to have a conversation about her, but I want to talk about Breonna Taylor a little bit today. But before I get started, as usual, I want you to take care of the bills. I want you to handle the stuff that I, I, I really that really continues to allow the Frontline Stereo Podcast to grow. Um, if you are a new listener listening to the show right now, I would like you to go over to the front on the frontline page, the stereo podcast page. I want you to hit the like and subscribe button. That way you get notifications for when I go live. And yes, as of this Friday, I will be loaded up on YouTube. So if you are a visual person and you need to see the shows live and you need the visuals uh, attached to them on YouTube, the frontline stereo podcast, YouTube page, we will also be, um, streaming the older shows that are right here on our Facebook page. We'll be streaming those as well. So right now go ahead over to the frontline stereo podcast page, hit the like and subscribe button so that we could continue to grow. Hey man, look, I, I got a few fans out there and I appreciate y'all when y'all come on in here and 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 comment and, and engage with me and and the guests that I generally have on the show. I know I've been working with a a new um, producer. Um he's not with me today. Um, but shouts out um, to that new pr- producer Devin To You're not with me today. Um, my my thoughts are with your family. Um, there's 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 situations going on there. Uh, just know Devin To will will be back um, for some good commentary. And Torian's also not with me today. It's just me. It's just me. It's just me. Y'all got y'all got all me. So y'all gonna have to reel me in when I when I go off on a tangent. Cause the podium will definitely be out today. Um, look. Like I said, I was going to have a conversation about the notorious RBG. Yeah, I'm going to talk about the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But um before then, like I said, I I had this whole show planned out and the Brianna Taylor decision um and and the and the level of politics that's involved with this whole decision has come about. Look, we are very high in emotion and I get that because we pretty much are fed up. We can't take it anymore. When will enough people have to pass away? I know is, is what everybody's thinking. This is the this is the couch conversation. But like I said, to, to get to the couch conversation, I must trigger you just a little bit because I like to play the contrarian too. Um, what one, one of my co-hosts, my co-host's fam- favorite term, he wants to play the contrarian. Look, I was once told by my uncle that. Even when you're in high emotions and people are, are, are ready to fight, you should use your words. You should. It's a time to use the words and form those words into an airtight argument, because those who don't have the ability to form an argument in this debate usually result into fighting. Needless to say, he's a lawyer. <laughs> but here we go. Even he's ready to fight, guys. Because he wants to know when 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 there will be enough people passed away uh, or murdered in our community before people take note of the violence and stop trying to pussyfoot around the situation. Look, we're sick of it. I I see your your Facebook post out there. I see the the um, condescending tone that comes with some of the posts. Um, However, I want to I want to give you guys a, a different opinion. I want to say that this Breonna Taylor situation in her, in her, in her um, murder. This position, like I said, that I take is pretty opposite of the community. I can't help but read and realize, you know, that's my thing. I say be more informational over emotional. And I've been reading and I can't but read and realize that the very thing that is being protests and has taken place that these protests are taking place for. Is the very thing that's happened. Former officer Brett Hankinson, that's the dude's name, has been charged and arrested. For the last X amount of months, people have been marching and protesting to say, arrest these officers, arrest these officers, and charge these officers. Well, one of them has has been charged and arrested. And quite frankly, he's the guy that has been reckless. He was the guy that was reckless and he unjustifiably shot into Breonna's Taylor, Brianna Taylor's apartment. Quite frankly, he might be the guy that 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 his bullet actually hit her um, amongst all the bullets because he wasn't even in an apartment to see. Let me let me help explain. I, I if you've talked to me before or heard me. Um, or seen any of my posts on Breonna Taylor? You 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 know I take the opposite position because I tend to think, what if that officer was my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, my my spouse, um, and I'm serving this no knock warrant? And when I serve this no knock warrant, um, whether I announce myself or not, I know that you can, you have to be perfect in some positions um, because life is on the line. But if I'm serving this no knock warrant and I'm shot at. You can't tell me you don't want your wife, your 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 husband, your brother, your sister, your mother, your father to be a person that shoots back. I, I, quite frankly, if you have a gun and you're entering someone's house as a part of their job and all of a sudden shots start firing, you don't even have to be looking that way. You're shooting. That's just the truth about it. I know you don't like to hear that, and I know that's going to trigger some people. But the point is, I mean, like you will literally turn around and, and and not look and shoot. That's what you'll do. But the guy that they've charged with wantonly endangerment, I know all y'all looked up what wantonly endangerment was. I posted it on my Facebook page. Go out there and look, guys. Um, the guy that they charged with this, this very menial charge, um, he's actually the type of guy that you don't want policing your streets. He has a history with, um, with, with, with policing. And when he was terminated in his last job, he actually was recommended for he. They actually recommended to never rehire this guy because of his reckless endangerment. He has plenty of cases. This is where I go say, hey, go be informational. This is a guy we don't want policing this. This is a guy that tackles people with no cause. This is the guy that shoots in the apartments when when he's not even in the part. He doesn't know what's going on. Quite frankly, he could have been the his shots could have been the shots that started all of the fire. If if this guy's waking up with his in, in Brianna's Brianna's boyfriend's waking up in the apartment and this guy recklessly just starts shooting. Yeah. The guy's going to shoot. I, I don't blame him for shooting either, but then that shot sets off the other people's shots. I don't know if this is what happened, but I can only imagine what it would be like if my loved one was the person that had to go serve this no knock warrant. This guy, Brett, he even reloaded guys from the outside. He yelled reload and continue to shoot these are the type of cops. We don't want policing. This is what the reform that everyone's been protesting and been marching about. These, this is the, that history that he has, um, at the Lexington police officer. So he he's, he even has sexual assault on his record. He has a federal lawsuit, uh, for planning drugs. This is a guy we don't want policing, but this charge I know this charge. This charge is about as meaningless as they come. But to my point, here comes my point, guys. I'm coming. (laughs) Just like on the show Black as Fuck or Black AF, I can't say that right. You can link this all back to slavery or racism. I need you guys to go down this road with me. Just, Just let me, just stick with me for a minute as I go down this road. And talk about racism a little bit. Think of racism like a disease. Right? Let's say cancer. It's a in our body. And you're bleeding out. Losing weight. Losing hair. Just plain old losing everything. You go to the doctor and tell him all these symptoms. And he tells you to eat more, get hair plugs, and exercise daily. Basically what he does is he treats the symptoms. Right? Right? He treats the, he, he wants you to treat the symptoms all while the cancer is still eroding your body. Racism is the cancer and we have to take the same approach that, that doctors take with cancer with racism. We can't continue to talk about the symptoms, AKA these cops, these cops are a symptom of racist politics, racist policies, racist this is, this is what they, they're they the symptom of, of the things that are put in place. The no knock warrant is the racist policy that's put in place. That's the cancer, the cop shooting it, the cop shooting. That's the symptom because if we don't take the cancer out, like doctors take the cancer out, then it's going to keep coming back. We're going to keep bleeding. We're going to keep losing our hair. We're going to keep having people die. Why do you think we got so many shootings on the street? Come on, chime in. Tell me. Why do you think we have so many video recordings of people dying left and right on the street? We haven't addressed the problem. The problem is the racist policies. That's the cancer, people. Not the symptom. If we keep marching to lock said cop up, we're taking away the power in the name. I get you being emotional and I know you can't agree with me on this. Some of you might agree with me on this. This is where I'm going to go ahead and copy. I want to, I want to start this early. I'm going to just let you jump in early and tell me what you think. Where's my mind at today? Am I nuts? Am I crazy? Because I see the racist policy, the no knock warrant that, that, that Brianna Taylor's family actually got abolished. I see that as the problem. And when we continue to protest, to lock said cop up and and charge said cop, that's just a symptom. That doesn't affect. That's not going to affect the change that we need. That protest, that demonstration, that display is not going to. That's not going to affect the change that we need. We need to change the narrative for how we use Breonna Taylor's name. My boy is always in the studio with me. <laughs> Um Jaron, welcome to the front line. How what's your question or comment?
1: Um, well, this is my comment because I have a bachelor of science degree in criminal justice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And with what your can you hear me? I can hear you. With what with what I'm saying? Okay. okay so what I'm saying is this is uh like you said, this officer has a record of having patterns of misconduct, and this is one thing I learned, and this is why we don't really have this problem in law enforcement in Florida. There is something called FSS-122, Florida State Statute 122. So what it does is any officer who does anything, it goes in public record. Mhm. So therefore, these problems that people have with law enforcement, if a cop does something dirty here in Florida, they can go down to the department and access his record. They have public access. It can't be denied. So the problem with that, like with this Breonna Taylor case, is the fact that you now have People supposed to do, and this is how you get situations like we have now. Now, granted, whether you shot six times, but you shot one time, the fact of the matter is that ideas I- I- like this happen at the end of the day. My main question is this it was like I talked to you about earlier mm-hmm. how many more lives, how many more protests do we need, how many more officers need to be put on notice. What is it going to take for this to stop? Because this is a problem right here. And this is the main reason why, like I said before, you don't see it in Florida, because it's not on public record. That officer was a little bit too trigger happy. And that's my Absolutely. thing because I have gotten dropped off of law enforcement. But this is why I don't want to do it. Why? Because stuff like this. Because one bad apple spoils a whole bunch. So, yeah, there are great officers out there. I don't discredit them. I have a lot of them that are friends. But the problem is this right here. You get put. that corrupt everything and make it bad. And this.
0: Yep, I don't know if we lost you, buddy. This is. Oh no, we didn't.
1: Why we have what we're dealing with now?
0: hmm No, and, and what did I tell you early? I said I know it's hard to separate the hurt of injustice from the statute of law. We have to understand that the no-knock warrants were created back in the Nixon administration. That's a part of the—that's where this stuff comes from. It was, it was made to have that level of immunity and impunity to go in and kill whoever they wanted without knocking because that's what they wanted to do. It, 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 it implicitly works that way. So for us to just say, hey, we want you to go get the cops, go get the cops, go get the cops, you also have to indict the judge who signed it. You also have to charge the, the whole justice system for putting together a policy like this that affects the outcomes that we have. We lost them. But look, th- that's my that's my point. Terrell, to your point, do I think his reaction had anything to do? Absolutely, I do. But if we don't have that warrant in place, then those cops aren't there. It's not just the cops that need to go to jail then. If we're going to march, you need to march on the whole thing because someone signed that no-knock warrant. Someone said, the chief of police said, here, go serve this no-knock warrant. They're just doing their jobs. That's the cancer. We should act like doctors in this case. We have to remove the cancer because the symptoms are going to be there as long as the cancer are there. Thank you very much, Desmond. Always good for a, a good chime in. When you have a no-knock warrant, which is legal, and self-defense, which is also legal, they tragically cancer each other out. That's what's happening, guys. That's what's happening. Michelle, we're not talking about Floyd. <laughs> we're gonna talk about, we're talking about Brianna right now. We have a cancer called racism. And in order for us to fix it, you gotta first take out the cancer and then you got to give it chemotherapy and blow out all the other cells a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. If you guys can't see that and see that we're people marching in the darkness at this point, I don't know what else to tell you. Like I said, I believe her name holds weight. I believe Brianna Taylor name holds a lot of weight. The weight that she holds is bigger than arresting two, two or three cops. The weight her name holds is the same weight that got the no-knock warrant abolished. The weight that it holds also, the weight that it holds can also get training, new training put in place, new reforms put in place. But we have to let that, that name hold that weight. It has to be Brianna Taylor versus Kentucky. And this is the reason why we're citing the need for this. Not something as simple as put the cops behind bars, because guess what? That's not going to bring Brianna back, guys. That's not going to bring bring Brianna back. Something with the Floyd cop had 18 different complaints against him. Yet, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 he wasn't even fired. I'm sorry, Michelle, thank you. I told y'all it's tough to produce and facilitate a conversation because I, I, I really do love paying attention to the people that join me on the front line, and I love to get you guys' comments in. But it's hard trying to do both of these things because I got a lot. To, I got a lot to say, and again, I, I tend to stray away. I tend to stray away from this one because I know it's 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 really a trigger for people. How can you say these cops shouldn't be arrested? I'm, I, I, I I I I say they shouldn't be arrested because they had a no knock warrant, which is legal, that allowed them to enter, and the unfortunate tragic events, which I'll put up here again. Which which one of the Listeners have said these two legal things has tragically canceled, canceled each other out. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. But I ask you, this is where I go to the couch. I ask you, I implore you to sit back and think if that was your sister, brother, mother, father, cousin, anybody in your family, any one of your loved ones as a police officer. And you ask, would you not want them to shoot when they're being shot at and vice versa? If somebody just burst in your house, would you not shoot when being shot at? You absolutely would. I know change is hard guys. I do, but at some point we're going to have to, we're going to have to start looking at the policies that affect these tragic events because blaming people, it's just not the way to go guys <laughs> look at my boy i know you couldn't be here tonight my thoughts are with you brother let's let, let stay up we we got one mil- hey i didn't tell y'all man look frontline stereo podcast i i, I really i really enjoy doing um the podcast guys i really enjoy having your your comments and we are a growing podcast bye by all 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 means we are a growing podcast where uh, and a lot of good things are on horizons, so much that I didn't even realize that I had a goal to do 20 shows, and I was going to do 20 shows to create one season. And we're on show number 19 right now, which means I have one more to complete this season. And what I'm going to do after I complete this season is I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go in the lab and I'm going to upgrade everything. I'm going to upgrade the advertisement. I'm going to upgrade the logos. I'm going to upgrade the website. Look, I don't even really have a website yet. I'm going to upgrade everything and give you guys a different experience because this season was about whether I could do this or not. And you guys coming back every week, sticking with me, um, providing commentary, says, yes, T. T. TL, you can do this. And I want to do this for you guys. So I'm completely committed. But just know I'm taking a break after this next show. After that next show, I'm come on break. And then when I come back, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back with the heavy hitters. I'm going to have some 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 very live guests. Like I had – not to say that the guests this year wasn't live. They were all the way live, especially having Chris Ray and, and um, Jason Henry and Don Miller on the um, <laughs> upgrade my tech. Yeah, that's up to you, Devin. You the producer, buddy. We're going to upgrade the tech. But um, what malignant – oh, you I, I, the malignant tombs in the – you can't ignore the people of the park. Okay, yeah. You going back to the conversation? Thank you for keeping me on um on track. Name yeah, we we do have to re- remove the malignant tumors, the bad season tumors. Yeah, we do. That is, they are part of the problem. But they're 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 the they're the 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 things that we're seeing. The the killings are the symptoms of that said problem, and that problem is these racist policies. Speaking of racist policies, I'm gonna um take a turn because. I advertise talking about the notorious RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She just passed away, black people. And I want you to understand something. Black people are the national narrative right now. And there's a discussion focused on us, whether it be Breonna Taylor, whether it be RBG, whether it be Andrew Gillum, all things that I've been speaking about. The discussion is focused on us. It's focused on us because we are the people who the only people in this nation, this nation called America. Well, we can leverage a claim that changes the complete social construct. Hear me when I say that. American descendants of slaves. Not just native black Americans, American descendants of slaves are the only people in the nation that can leverage a claim that changes the complete social construct. My argument to you is jobs. The job of power is to stay in power. And they know they have to stay in power when we can leverage this type of claim. And to stay in power, when we're the national narrative, they're going to continue to punch at our values. They're going to tear our value system down. We so easily forgive them and let everything go. At least some of us do. I don't. The unapologetic among us, our community... Are not so easy to accept apology. I'm one of those people who are unapologetic, and I'm not accepting the apology of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as you like, as you guys like to call this. I know she didn't name herself this, but these culture vultures named her the notorious RBG. We know where the notorious RBG comes from. It really confuses me when I see a lot of things. This is why I, I still say the NBA the NBA players today are, are learning how to protest. I don't know if you guys seen the picture floating around of them with their lace collars on, um, supporting supporting um, the notorious RBG, old Ruth, as she passes away. I'm not taking away accolades. They are what they are. She did them. She she affected change for women a- across the board. You can't deny that. But I get confused when I see NBA players rocking lace collars and then telling me they're standing up for police brutality when this is the woman who literally called Kaepernick stupid for protesting the way he protested in the NFL. I don't get it. Somebody help me understand. Look, the link is in the... um. The, the, the link is in the, in the comment section, find it, come and engage with me. Help me understand. I literally do not understand how we can go from one end of the spectrum to the other. Look, here we go. This is, this is how they keep us bantering amongst each other guys. Andrew Gillum and the use of his situation is the attack on our value system because we know that's not our values. And yes, you do have to define what our values are. If we're going to leverage this type of claim, we're in a debate with American, with the American government right now, guys, we're in a, we're in a debate for tangibles. We want something tangible before our vote. We can't just go giving away our vote anymore. You hear ice cube saying, don't go give away your vote. You hear puffy saying, don't give, go give away your vote. You even hear Cardi B saying, don't go give away your vote. And they're pandering us by putting them on display. Did you even see when they had versus Brandy versus Monica and they felt the need to put Kamala Harris in that in that forum? Look, we just want to experience some old school music that made us feel good. We don't need a political message right now, but that's how they pander us. They're attacking our values to see where they can get us at these. We're looking for tangibles. For our interests being represented by those who vote into office. To those who we vote into office. Whether you're in tune or not. This is debate that you're going to have to pick a side on. And don't get it confused. Hello. Thank you so much. It's good to see my friends join me. And, and chime in. It, don't get confused. We're going to need to pick a side. And I'm not talking about a black or a white side. I'm talking about one in our own community. Either you're going to be on the side that defines who we are as a people. You're going to be on the side that defines what our value are, our values are as a people and as a community. And you're going to be on the side that leverages one message towards one claim that we actually can leverage. There's a strategy to it. There's information available and the discussions is being had even though they're pandering us with the discussion, it's a claim that we can have if we all get in tune. So with that being said, I can't go accepting apologies that attack our value system. Cause if we do, then we accept the apologies for slavery. Might as well move on, right? That's what they tell us all the time. Move on from slavery. That was like 400 years ago. Let me be clear. When, when I'm talking about this claim, we're talking 126 years ago. That's two 50-year-old people. Tell me you ain't got nobody in your family 50. Tell me you ain't got nobody in your family that's 70 or 80. That's not so long ago for them. That's why we can still trace ourselves back to. That's why we can. Some of us can still trace ourselves back to slavery. Unfortunately, that doesn't include immigrants who came over here. We're talking about American slavery. It is what it is. Just like I said, as I was discussing Brianna Taylor. We have, to, uh, uh, we have to affect the cancer. The cancer is the racist policy. When we change racist policies with anti-racist policies, clearly I've read that book, right? When you change the narrative and, and affect change with an anti-racist policy, then these symptoms that we're seeing will not continue to, they, they won't continue to happen. That's my point of the day, man. Look, RBG, notorious RBG. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't accept her apology. I know a lot of you would would like to say, but you, you, yeah, I guess you're one of those woke brothers, TL. Yeah. I'm one of those woke brothers. I'm not a whole hotel two-step, but I'm going to just tell you, look, you just can't throw the rock and hide your hand with an apology. You just can't apologize after saying what you said. If you guys have seen Ruth Bader Ginsburg's, um, the video, the interview that she, where she actually said these things where she, she literally came out and said, I thought it was disgusting, disappointing, and I don't agree with him protesting. When she said these things, she was also asked beforehand about the cops She didn't use the same language when she talked about the cops as when she talked about Kaepernick. So all of y'all out there marching and protesting and talking about you stand with cap and then throwing on lace collars, you're confusing the world and you're letting them attack our value system. You're letting them say, well, (laughs) Negroes don't care. So I guess it's okay. We can keep doing this. Look here, this culture vulture the notorious RBG named after B I G we'd know notorious B I G would have despised his name using after her. I know. Yeah. T L, but she did so much for women and it, it affected us too. Yeah. Women, LGBTQ community, not us, not us. When are y'all going to get not us is at some point you have to look at who's, really affecting change for us. We keep hitching everybody's wagon up to ours and expecting us to just go along and and when it's time for them to step up and march with us, where are they? What are they doing? What are they saying for us? Nothing. How do we get it together? Y'all know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg was appointed by? At 84 years old, it's really hard to even pay attention to somebody that old. Y'all know my stance on this age thing when it comes to government. You shouldn't be in there after a certain age. And I know it's a lifetime appointment. I've heard it all before. It's a lifetime appointment. That don't mean because legally it's a lifetime appointment that morally you should stay your ass in there. Retired. This lady had stage four pancreatic cancer, which has a 5% survival rate back when Obama was in office. If y'all really cared about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, y'all would have told her to retire when Obama was in office and he could have replaced her. But we're not paying attention to that. What we want to pay attention to it's a lifetime appointment and you can't blame him. And she was trying to hold on. Tell her old ass to sit down Get healthy. And she might have lived a little bit longer. And her her opinions, her opining could have still affected some change. So who's really for us? Right, right. Thank you, sweetheart. Then you won't have the White House doing executive orders to end diversity and inclusion trainings in the government or with government contractors. That's, that's what the president is putting out right now. Y'all know I don't like to talk about Trump because we all agree that he's an idiot. We all agree that he's probably a racist. We all agree that he does some of the most idiotic things on the face of the planet. But guess what he also does? He gives policy that actually affects our community. And I don't care where it comes from. If it affects our community in a positive nature, it could come from Trump. It could come from Ruth. It could come from Mitch McConnell. It can come from Obama. I don't care who it comes from. Because quite frankly, we haven't gotten a fair shake to begin with. We never get a fair shake. Y'all act like because if, if Trump loses, we just go into another plantation, y'all. It's the plantation ran by the Democrats. It's not going to be sweeter. There's still no policy on the table for us. There's still no black agenda on the table for us. They're going to wrap that thing up real pretty in a bowl that says minority and people of color and everybody but us is going to get ahead. Come on, y'all get in tune, man. Y'all don't want to talk about it. And when I want y'all to talk about it and say, hey, come on, call and engage y'all out there. I see y'all, y'all call and engage. Talk to me. Help me understand why we are we continue to confuse America when they attack our values and we continue to just say, hey, Trump is this, Trump is that, and act like the other 74-year-old man is going to be any better when his policies have affected us overwhelmingly. Overwhelmingly. Yeah, the crime bill. I'm going to p- keep bringing it up until y'all get it. The crime bill put a lot of black people in jail. And it's stupid to get up here and say, it was either Trump or it's Biden. How about it's neither? Go write in the Green Party candidate. Go write in the Libertarian Party candidate. I know you hear that on the show from time to time. Our Asian friends go, what do you guys complain about? You only got one more choice than we do. No, we got plenty of choices. We can write in whoever we want to. This is not a dictatorship. It's a democracy. And it's a democracy that, quite frankly, some of us don't even want to play in. I'm going along with the, I'm, I'm getting along with the go along. So hopefully one of these strategies will work because quite frankly, that voting thing, Terrell, you know what I, you know, my opinion on it. I've said it before. I want to take my ball and go home. I'm I, I hate the product that's being put out there. I don't want the 78 year old man and I don't want the 74 year old man. And quite frankly, and not enough of us is paying attention to the Senate and the house because we got sixties and 50, 60, 60, Plus people in, in in the Senate and the in the Congress as well. And the average age of an American is around 40, 39.6 to be exact. You can go look it up and check me. You can fact check me. I actually look at the information. If you're gonna play this game, guys, you gotta know the rules. As much as I talk about Obama, especially if you've been in a, in a couch conversation situation with me, you know I said he don't he ain't did shit for us. But one thing that he was gangsta on was understanding the rules to the game. Y'all want to get rid of the electoral college. How about you just learn the electoral college system? This is who we should go campaign. This is what state we should go campaign at because getting these two or three electoral votes don't do it for me. Go learn the game. If, you, if you're going to play the game, you have to know the rules. And I implore you guys to start paying attention to the rules. I'm sorry I pulled my podium out today, guys. I need y'all to understand. Look, all politics are local, but what's not local is the economics behind the politics, which is why you hear me push the reparations conversation for for, um, for 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 such a long time. I push that conversation because some of this is federal. Those economics are federal. Some some of this stuff they do get to decide where that money go. Hence, why. Trump can make an executive order and say anybody dealing with a government or a government contract no longer puts funds into diversity and inclusion. In, in, in today's world where things all messed up, thank you, Devin, 38.2. I'm still real close. <laughs> you said it's even younger. Thank you. It is even younger. Like I said, go fact check me. I know I'm not far off. But this idiot of a president of ours and you have to say ours, whether you voted for him or not, just like we implored people to do when Barack Obama was the president, this president of ours has given us another racist policy and that's going to affect us. And no matter how you chop it up or you want to look at this policy it's racist. It's dog whistle racist. Only the, only, only, only the dogs here hit a call on that, on that policy. Learn who's on your side and who is not on your sides, guys. Minorities can benefit from a black agenda. People of color, minority, including women of all color or women that are of color. If you if we if we get on board with this black agenda, specifically for me, the ados 101, go check out the site ados101.com with Yvette Carnell and Antonio Moore, who is a lawyer, by the way. If we get on board with a specific claim that lays out a specific agenda and we push a specific candidate. To this agenda, then a lot of people will benefit, but we have to take a specific strategy and get on, get on the same page and in tune. What's that Drake song? I'm upset. I know it looked like it, don't it? (laughs) I just, I just get sick of hearing just craziness. It's ridiculous. Just watching people engage, whether that be on any of my social media sites or I just hear them outside talking, I can't, I can't get with it when I just look up and I just see one minute you supporting Cap and the next minute you supporting Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It's an attack. It's an attack on your values, people. And I don't know what to tell you to do other than get in tune. I don't know what, I don't know how to tell you to stop looking at the cops. Stop looking at the president. Stop looking at the Senator. We can look at local government, but I I don't, I need you to start looking at the policy. Because Joe Biden crime bill has affected the black community. Kamala Harris's truancy law has affected the black community. Thank you, sir. I guess you back, huh? (laughs) We're bring we're being brainwashed very much so. And then when they slip stuff in this right here, when they slip stuff in, we don't know what to do about it. Come on. You can engage with me at any point in time and help me understand. Am I nuts? Somebody tell me if I'm nuts. And don't tell me I'm nuts because y'all know me Am I nuts and thinking that, Hey, we have to, Oh, you can chime back in anytime you want. Um, Jaren The you said, put the link out again. Here we go. Hold on. Give me a second. I tell you, it's hard without a producer, man. Y'all going to help, help, help your boy. Look, that's why I said, that's why I'm gonna take a break and we're going to revamp so we can get this. We can get all these things um, situated. There, there's the link. This is where I, help me understand if I'm nuts or not, guys, because I just don't feel like looking at the cops in Breonna Taylor situation, looking at the cops and George Floyd situation, looking at the looking at the president, looking at the senators. They all playing a game on us, and we never have gotten a fair shake, whether it be Democrat or Republican. And this is just. What we are, we, we've come accustomed to seeing because we keep marching in the darkness at the wrong thing. We need to affect policy change. I, I, I know uh, I give a big hand to Breonna Taylor's family for getting, getting, pushing the legislation to get the no-knock warrant abolished. It needs to go across all 50 states now, or for those states that supported it. This is just what it is. The link's out there. Engage with me now on the front line. Select the... Um, link right in the comments. It'll, it'll let you join us in the studio because guys, I, I I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm about fed up. Yeah. I'm a little emotional today (laughs) and I probably don't need to go any, any longer because that's where we are at, man. Y'all get in tune and our, and as far as our white allies, you guys get in tune too. Stop letting us lead you down the road. Well, we we we're so focused and, and busy looking at the cops and the presidents and all this other bullshit. Let's let's focus on the policies that affect us. Let's see if we can we can rewrite affirmative action. So when we say minorities, it don't it is not just women and 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 people of color from other nationalities that it, it affects. It was meant to help black people get jobs. And that's the least people would affect it. Help us attack that policy. And as we continue to talk about racism, I want you to start thinking of it like a disease. It is eroding our body politic. And until we get rid of the policies that is eroding our body body politic, then we're going to continue to have these symptoms. And when we see people that support those racist policies, bam, we get rid of them. That's just it. We blow them out like chemo. We chemotherapy, we chemotherapy, but we got to do that. Oh, oh, Devin the dude. Devin the dude, welcome to the front line. Engage with me. You're you not even producing. You just want to engage now, huh? You going to say something?
2: Hey, I, like I say, I'm, I'm, I do apologize for not being there with you today, bro. It's okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you great. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, perfect. So so, if, where do we affect the change? For some somebody that's the everyday man that doesn't know I'm not on the level that you are. How do I affect change in my world?
0: How do you, well one, we have to do, go ahead.
2: No, is that the primary elections that local, where do we affect the change?
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you're asking me specifically, you know, I'm, I don't ever claim to be the expert. I'm the guy with the questions. I like, I like to call myself an everyday man too, Devin, but if if we're going to pay attention to the information, if we're going to pay attention to the information, yeah, it's got to be the local politics that you're going to that you're going to look at. And and you have to have an agenda. You have to have a clear agenda so that you can know when somebody's operating outside of that agenda. People people like to say this doesn't help this. This doesn't help that. Well, my agenda is clear. I have a I have I have something. It is not really my agenda. It's, it's an agenda I support. That's very clear. And when I have something that's very clear to me, if there's a politician that doesn't support it, guess what? They don't get my vote. If there's a politician that does support it and he's on the racist Republican side, as we all know, we should start getting to the point where, again, I've said this multiple times before, black community, we're fiscally and financially liberal and we're morally conservative. We fall somewhere in the middle on most things, guys. We agree with a lot of things that Democrats do. And while you're not willing to admit it, and you'll say, especially those who got a little change in their pocket, you'll you'll start to agree with a lot of things Republicans say. And quite frankly, when you come from nothing to something, when you when you when you start from the bottom, yeah, you agree with the Democrats because they handed out that check and you gotta get that money. But when you get a little change in your pocket and you got a little check, which is the issue with 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 black America versus white America, white America always had a little change in their check. It's, it's 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 an anomaly for the for white Americans that don't have a little change in their pocket. But when we start to get a little change in our pocket, we start to find ourselves agreeing with the Republican, um, a, re, a, a Republican agenda a little bit more because it fits to our morals and we don't have a want for money or a handout. And then we look at we we try to persuade uh, this uplift persuasion or this this educational persuasion saying if we just do this as a community, we'll do we'll do better. No, that's not always the answer. We have to get rid of these. We have to get rid of these policies. So get an agenda. Average man. Here's my here's my answer. Average man. Get an agenda. Support that agenda. And when you see a, a politician, whether that be Democrat or Republican, that falls outside of your agenda then don't vote for them. That's how you affect change. And we all got to go do it. I'm a I'm a mighty man of sigma. And and, and I, I know from time to time you've heard me say don't vote. But mighty men of sigma say go vote. So this is where I say go vote. And, and quite frankly, if you if you're listening to me, I would like you to go vote and do a down a down ballot um vote. That means vote for everything but president, because I've always said this. It's it, it's it's they track a lot of stats. And one of the stats that they track are people that don't vote. So if you're one of the people who have affected change statewide, locally in your area, and then they look at the votes like why where have all the community gone for the presidential vote? That's gonna be something they're gonna look look at and, and they're gonna try to pull back in later. Uh you getting yelled at Devin to do. Thank you for engaging with me. I'll see you next no, week, no, brother. Oh
2: no, 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 no. I got one I got one more I got one more thing to say.
0: You got one more I, thing? I,
2: I, one more thing to say. Go ahead. So, so we've been on opposite sides for a long time on, on different things. I don't want to say opposite sides. We see eye to eye, but we we differ on different things. But one thing that the situation, information over emotional. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I wanted, emotion
0: today? I wanted. I <laughs> wanted. <laughs> huh? I said, "Well, where's all this emotion coming from today?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want it to be upset. I, not to say that I'm not upset. I, I wish that it hadn't happened. But like you said, it's a tragedy. And a lot of it takes something like a tragedy to affect change. You know what I mean?
0: It does. That's it. Her name carries weight.
2: It carries a lot of weight. And it got on TL. Oh, man. He, you know, but I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Totally get it. It took it took a
0: while. <laughs> he said, it took a minute, but I'm here. Well, look, I'm glad that you you. Hey, hey, look, I'm not trying to change nobody's mind or anything. I just want us to go read, research, and then bring ourselves down to earth in our own. Like I said, that's why I call it. That's why I call it couch conversation. What would we do if we was in that situation? What would we do if that was our, our brother or sister that was the cop? Or what would happen if 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 that if the guy was black, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg? What would what what would that sound like coming out of a black person's mouth? Or you know, it's couch conversation. Let's put all those intricacies and in those different those different scenarios in play and see how we would really have a discussion about it. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Go a change, brother. I see you next week. I appreciate you, guys. That's 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 it right there. I, for me, you know, this is what this is where I'm about to end it. I go an hour long and an hour strong. And as I go this hour long and this hour strong, I hope you've heard something today. I heard hope that you heard something today. They say, you know what, that crazy ass T.L. got a point. (laughs) We can't keep going after these symptoms and thinking something's going to change. That's why we got so many names on the list, guys. We got Breonna Taylor's name on the list. We got Philando Castile's name on the list. We got Eric Garner's name on the list. We got Tamir Rice's name on the list. We got George Floyd's name on the list. We got Laquan McDonald, Chicago, stand up. We got Laquan McDonald's name on the list. That damn Rahm Emanuel hid it because he was in the election. Year. See, this is the type of shit that you shouldn't support. Let that bull go. Let us catch Lori Lightfoot. I don't care if she black. If she not doing nothing for us in the community, we don't support it. If the mayor here in Seminole County and the in orange county florida where i stay in central florida of orlando they're not doing nothing don't support them because if we keep hitting on these symptoms and allowing the cancer to still be there then we're gonna bleed out y'all and our time is gonna be um short that's all i got to say y'all i appreciate you guys sticking with me i appreciate you being a listener one more show for the season over, y'all. And then I'm gonna take a break. But join me on this last show because this last show I'm hoping to have all summer, I'm ha- hoping to have a lot of the guests that we've had this year come back and say what they're thinking now after the season over. Appreciate y'all. You can now, as I like to say, come on, say it with me. You can now back up off the front line.